When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It was kind of a relief for everybody in the family that she passed away because of the trauma that she inflicted on everybody in the family and I was not really close to her so I was not expecting her at all to come through for me but it was interesting how she came forward for mom because of the kind of, you know, relationship that they both had. What you're about to hear is an unscripted session with a psychic medium. Fleur had no contact with the participants prior to this meeting They were screened by me, Elizabeth, one of the producers of the podcast, in order to preserve the integrity of the psychic reading. Absolutely no information was given to Fleur before their psychic session. This is Moving Beyond the Podcast. My name is Fleur, and I am a teacher, the author of the book Moving Beyond, and I work as a psychic medium. I have done over 15,000 readings for people all over the world. I connect them to their loved ones on the other side. This podcast lets you be a fly on the wall in my office, to listen in, and to experience what a psychic medium session is for yourself. People see me for a variety of reasons. Some come looking for closure, others are looking for life direction, and other people come because they're not so sure about this whole thing, but they're pretty curious. Here you will find stories of tremendous loss, but also incredible love and healing. After each session, I have the joy of sitting down with my client again to discuss their experience and answer any of their questions around spiritual connection. I hope that some of the information that arises can help you too, no matter where you are in your journey through loss, growth, or curiosity about the things we can't always see. Hi, my name is Tuti and I'm from India. Lately, I've been getting signs to reconnect with my family members in spirit. However, I've never had any connection with them, nor do I know much about my ancestors. So, I'm curious to know if any come forward to connect, communicate, relay any messages or guidance or even be my guide. As I'm preparing for my session today, I am realizing how amazing it is that we have this technology that lets me do readings for people anywhere in the world. Um, Because I don't know who I'm going to be connecting with today in session, but I do know that she is from India. And there's a real gratitude for this moment 
the moment in which the pandemic made it difficult for us to work in some ways, but really opened up doors in other ways. So I'm excited to see how this will go. Good afternoon. Is it Stuti? Am I pronouncing it right? Yes, just a little shorter, Stuti. Stuti. It's really nice to meet you. I'm Flair. And I am a psychic medium. Have you ever had any kind of experience like that before? No, not not in this manner. Not in this manner. Fantastic. Okay. So I'll explain it a little bit. When I connect to spirit, what I experience and my perception of it is that everybody holds the vibration that's very unique to them. So it's like their individual vibration. As I tune into it, it feels like I'm tuning into a radio station and I will receive information either through visual images, through feelings in my body, through hearing um, little snippets, and I'll communicate that to you. As I form those thoughts and as I communicate it, I'll just need a yes or a no from you. So either yes, it's factual information, you know it to be true and correct, or no, it's not factual, okay? Okay. And perfectly fine to tell me no on things. Um, I prefer it, okay? So if there is anything at all that you would say, not sure, um, better to give me a no than to give me a yes and think, oh, well, maybe, all right? Got it. Okay. Good. Stuti, your mother is still alive. Do you understand this? Mom is still in the world. Yes. Because I have a lady who steps in who speaks about your mother. Now, my feeling is that the woman I'm connected to in the spirit would be a grandmother of yours. Yes. Would you say that your mom has lost contact or been disconnected with members of her family, siblings, things of that nature? Yes. Because your grandmother shows me that the family has been separated um, and that there would be family members of your mother's, siblings of your mother's, who she didn't get to know, didn't get to connect with or for like many, 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 many years. Your mom would be disconnected from siblings. That's, that's the information I have. Yes. Would you also know her to have your mother to have a brother who's in the spirit world? Do you see this? Yes. Uncle to you. And um, if I speak about your mom's brother, uncle of yours on the spirit side, I actually want to speak about another as well. So there must be at least two brothers there. Do you see that? Right. Yes. One of these men feels to have passed because of a head injury. Do you know of that? Yes. I wonder, would this man have a son of his own then? Yes. The man who Okay, because I, I feel that it's the man with the head injury that speaks about the son. And would you see this man travels a lot? Like I'm constantly in motion. I'm constantly on roads. I'm constantly back and forth. Do you see this? That's right. Yeah. And I'm busy, busy, busy. And I'm, and I'm far away from my family often, not just you, but also the son. Do you see this? Yes. This son uh, that he leaves behind. Do you see he was um, uh, that that the the wife he leaves behind the boy's mother that she joins another family or goes to live with another family? Do you see this? Oh, I'm not sure about this. Okay, can you check on it for me that this this boy's mother and the son because the the son is still quite young at the time that this happens. You understand that? Yes. Yeah. Um, it feels like they go to live somewhere else and that there would be two children wherever they go to live and then it makes a group of three is what he talks about. Okay, I'll have to check on that. Um, I'm coming back to your grandmother. 
I have I have this lady who comes in and and she shows me connection to your mum, but I feel that I would be very unkind to your mum or would have not treated your mum very well. Do, do you understand this? Yes. And it feels physically uh, uh, abusive. She shows me here that there's this need to acknowledge for your mum that she is very sorry um, because I feel this sense of your mum coming into the household and being required to cook, clean, do all the things, but it feels like it's in a very abusive environment. You see this? Yes. And what I see is in in this woman's life, when she was living, she felt this to be normal or felt this to be something that is regularly done. Do you understand? She doesn't see it as an issue when she's alive. Yes. Um, now that she's passed, she understands the issues around it, the consequences around it. Um, but it feels very normalized in at the time and within her culture. I feel oh okay yes there's also a man who's also passed who makes me feel he also wants to take responsibility for some abuse towards your mom do you understand this okay but they come in together and uh there's just the overwhelming need to acknowledge this and that they see the consequences of their actions and that it needed to be voiced. The woman that we've been speaking to, the woman who would have had this pretty terrible relationship with your mom, I I do feel that your mom would have actually also taken care of her prior to her passing or that there is a lot of caretaking done. Do you understand that? Yes. And wanting to thank your mom for that. And even though the relationship was quite difficult, your mom really gave with all of her heart and all of her soul and really a lot of kindness. Because I feel this woman to be ill for a long period of time and really have a lot of physical pain in her own body. Yes. And I think uh, years of needing to be taken care of. You understand? Yes. Years and years and years. And I feel this to be very important that there's gratitude shown because I don't feel that she really offered that to your mom in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you do get to know this lady in that she is still living when you come into the world. Do you understand? Yes. And I want to say she's a lot nicer to you than she is to your mom. Yes. All the same, I think from your perspective, you've always seen her in a complicated light. So I don't see you to have had a really good memory of this woman, even though she was kind to you. I feel that for you, the relationship with your mom is is the more important one. Do you see this? Yes. I know a little bit around Indian customs, but um, I don't know. Is Jewelry is sometimes laid to rest with the person because she shows me one piece of jewelry that I feel is that she either takes with her in some capacity. There's something about the jewelry no longer belonging to the world, but it's just one piece. Do you know of this? I'll have to find this out. Okay. Yeah, ask that for me. She just shows this one piece that she travels with. feels gold. Mm-hmm. I feel that her proclivity, her tendency towards violence is 
passed down to the son. Yes. There's intensity there. There's anger there. There's sometimes rage, often rage. And she watches this. She's aware that she did not intend to raise them this way, but by the actions that she took, it does raise these men to be quite intense in temper without a way to neutralize their emotion. Uh, there's two sons that live very close together. Do you understand this? Yes. They spend a lot of time together. And there's this, there's this feeling of, um, because my feeling is to remove yourself if possible. You also create some more peace in your life, but then I see you wanting to protect your mother. You wouldn't want to leave without your mom. Do you see that? Yes. And they, they, they show me here it's a very difficult, very difficult situation, and they want to wrap their arms around you, and they make me feel that you know that you could leave yourself, but that you don't want to leave because you don't want to leave mom, right? Yes. Um, and it feels like because of her belief systems, and it would be very hard for your mom to actually go. Do you understand that? That's right. And I see so much, so much grief around this in terms of cultural norms, rights that women have. It's like I see all these women of the generations that come before you and all the generations that come behind you really wanting to send this understanding and this strength and knowing that you are in a really difficult, very difficult position, as well as your mom. When I look at the energy of it, I see that desire to go, but when I look at the reality of it and we bring this energy into the real world, it just looks so much more difficult. They do want you to know they will do everything in their power to protect your mom, but this also feels like an opportunity in your mom's life, if she can, to make the choice to go. It would require great effort, because when I look at these energy lines for your mom, this would be a really hard choice. They do show me it is not, not something that could be done right away, um, but I feel with your help in years time, and this might take some years and years, she can shift to be away from your father and to allow for a more peaceful life. Okay. The, the difficulty is there's such energetic beliefs about values here, and I feel even if I were to hand you a bunch of money, um, your mom still wouldn't leave. Do you understand that? Yes. And that makes it hard for you because your value system is incredibly tied to the well-being of your mom. Yeah. And so they, they definitely want to offer comfort here and understanding and also the feeling of offering you permission, if you need it, to separate yourself if you feel at one point that is that is necessary for you. Do you see in your own life you've been afraid to have children of your own? Yes. Yeah, they're aware. And I feel you are incredibly intelligent, incredibly energetically 
sensitive individual, and I do actually see you as a healer of sorts, whether you know it or not. Does your mom's family come from the mountains? Does my mom come from the mountains, you said? Yes, her, her family, but they originate from, from mountain area. Yes. Like up north, do you see? North, close to mountains. Yeah, that's fine. Rather than the south of India, it feels like I'm up in the north. That's right. And again, there's many that surround you from your ancestors, many people, and they make me feel that they're from this region, from this area, closer to mountains rather than down in the south with the beaches. Mm -hmm. I also want to say, Stuti, that they know in your life you have really fought for your education. So I'm seeing that you have educated yourself. Do you understand? Yes. But you've had to push really hard for that. Mm -hmm. And that because of the loyalty to family, you've also not allowed yourself to take jobs that would lead you farther away. Do you understand? That's right. There's this really important feeling of wanting to say to you that it might not be right now, and it might be later, but the need to offer you permission from spirit to put some distance at times if you feel that it's something you can do. I just want to acknowledge that they are showing you that that is the choice you have and that to, to offer you permission if you if you need it to be at a slightly more distant space, still watching over your mom, but not as close. All right, let me have you ask uh, some questions. Not for them, but would it be possible for you to um, help me know if if the certain choices that I'm going to make going forth, would they, would they be safe? Would they, yeah, would they be safe? Can, yeah, yeah, we can look at that. Sure, what do you want to ask? Um, certain life decisions that I would be making going forth for my own life. Well, I keep coming back to education for you that you've already received. And do you see that you do have an opportunity to move out of the home? You see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, there's this feeling of wanting to give you permission to do so. There is also a relationship um, but I'm not going to lie to you, it doesn't look easy. You know, I think in either way, if you choose to stay, you lose uh, the love that you want to have and the freedom you want to have. And if you choose to go, then you, then you do lose connections to family. And so neither is an easy choice. I, I would not want to make it sound that way in any, in any way. Did you mean if I go ahead with the person that I'm with right now, do you mean that? Yes, it just looks like it causes a lot of friction and a lot of disconnect with the family that you come from. Do you understand this? Yeah, could happen. So it would just be a process to go through, but they, they push you forward and they make me feel like at the end of the day, it does all work out. It just would be a couple of hard times, a couple of hard years. Mm -hmm. Just because it looks very secretive right now, yes? I'm sorry? The relationship looks looks pretty secret right now. Yes. And yeah, it's, it's it really one of those, those, those areas of life where I would love to tell you that there's one road in your life, but there's not. This is a time period in which you're really needing to just make choices and they want you to align to you. And 
even though that would go against maybe what other people and family have done in the past or, or, or the connection to your mom, I think it is an opportunity to be in alignment with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there any other question that you would have? I just have uh, one last question. Um, okay. There was certain bodies of work that I picked up as a young teenager, just out of hobby, um, that I seem to be wanting to get pulled back to, but they're not, they may not be lucrative so to speak, or in line with my family's way of being. And I'm not quite sure if if that would be the way to go for them. Well, I think you're a unique person. And every which way I turn, I think you're going to go through a period of time in which you make some choices that are very against what your family thinks or does. Mm-hmm. There's a healer in you, and there's somebody who really needs to be expressed in that way. Um, and I think you can certainly express it, but you're going to cause some waves. And I feel that that's okay and that you're strong enough to face it. But they they all look like choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because all of this has been bubbling up for you for a really long time. You're you're much too independent of a lady and you're much too independent of a, of a, of a soul that comes into the world. And you're not going to be happy to do things in the status quo. So I think either way, no matter what you choose, you're going to shake things up in your family a little bit. Mm -hmm. I would say you're powerful, you are capable, and it will all be okay, even if in the moment it feels very difficult. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Juti. Thank you so much, Flora. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I hope that's helpful. And um, thank you for letting me connect with them. And I wish you nothing but the best luck um, moving forward. Thank you so much for giving me your time and doing this for us. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. It's been a few weeks since my conversation with Stuti, my reading, and I'm really looking forward to continuing our connection. I love everything about India. I have been many times. I love the culture and I love the people and I love the food. And if you have ever had a conversation with me at a party, India probably came up at some point because I have been many times and I just love, love talking about it. I love talking to people about this spectacular country that exists on planet Earth. Yet, I also feel such pain every time I go in the inequality between men and women there, and I think it's a conversation we're not having enough of. I can't wait to connect with Stuti more and get her point of view on it, to converse and discuss and hopefully learn a lot more about this incredible country. Hey, Stuti. Hi. So, Stuti, how have you been since our since our connection? Um, I've been doing great, actually. I'm I'm not sure, but something something shifted. Um, is trying to uh, still figure it out, but it has not only shifted for me, but also for my mom. And uh, I see it going uphill, actually, since our uh, last reading. Um, just just knowing certain things and having awareness has. Um, I think really made that shift. So I'm actually really grateful that um, that you gave me that opportunity, actually. 
Oh, wow. Let's start with your father's uh, mother that came in strongly, yes? Yes, yeah. It was very interesting because she actually passed away last year, just when COVID was coming through. Not from COVID, but she passed away. And um, it was kind of a relief for everybody in the family that she passed away because of the trauma that she inflicted on everybody in the family. And I was not really close to her. So I was not expecting her at all to come through for me. But it was interesting how she came forward from mom because of the kind of, you know, relationship that they both had. And um, you also mentioned um, if, if I could check from my mother, if my grandmother passed away with a gold jewelry on her that she carries with her. Mm, oh, yeah, I remember this. Um, and that's true, actually. Um, in some cultures, uh, they put they, they do put a piece of gold jewelry in the neck or in the hands here in India. Um, but in our family, we actually do not do it. Um, but um, there was a gold chain in her neck and my mom was asked to remove it, but she got so scared that she couldn't remove it. So she left it and my grandmother passed away with the gold chain in her neck. So my mom was like, like, whoa, I can't believe it, you know. And she totally forgotten about it. <laughs> I love that she was able. Yeah, I love that she was able to communicate this for your mom. You know, sometimes I think it's so beautiful with a reading when you have to go find these little pieces afterwards because it becomes an opportunity for everybody to get the reading. Yes, actually, my mom was like really like skeptical about it. And at that moment, when I shared about that goal chain, she was like, she had a oh my god moment. You know, like, whoa, who would have known this, right? Um, and uh, and. She could not remove the chain, so she told everybody, yeah, yeah, I removed it, don't worry. And only she in the world knew that she passed away with it. So it was, became like, a wow, it's a secret, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. I love that. That's amazing. I'm glad your mom had that moment. And maybe that will help her also to know the other stuff, to, to really hear it. Um, I did tell my mom also about it, and she completely refused to believe. How can she say sorry? She did so-and-so things, but... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that my mom is also starting to make that journey of forgiving them also so that she can heal. Yeah. Were you, did you witness any of that abusive behavior between your grandmother and your mother growing up? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something you can share that was brought up about that that you thought, oh, this might actually really, really help? Oh, yes. You mentioned actually, um, about the physical abuse that she inflicted on my mother. And um, I asked my mom actually to shed some light on it as well. I only knew snippets of it because they kept it away from me. But my mom did mention that when a daughter-in-law comes in, she's supposed to do all the household work and the house help is let go of. So the house helps work moves to the daughter-in-law. Um, and that's what started happening. They made her do the cleaning, the cooking, all of, all of those things. And uh, it was very tiring on my mom's body as well. Uh, she has a weak, fragile frame and uh, the pregnancies were also difficult for her. So she was trying to do that along with also taking care of a baby or they also made her do it even during her third trimester at times. So um, there was a lot of uh, abuse in, in that way actually that you actually had brought up. It sounds, you know, I've I've spent quite a bit of time in India myself and I won't say that I understand the culture from an insider's perspective, not even a little bit. I come in for a month, two months at a time, I get to meet people that do live there and get to try to understand the culture. But from a very much an outsider's perspective, it's, I think it's hard to understand unless you yourself are in the culture. 
But I've done readings in India for people before, and one that really always stayed with me was a reading I did for a woman who ran a massage institute, and she herself was very ill. Her husband was an alcoholic. There was a lot of abuse at home. Her daughter, you know, she had one daughter. She was trying to bring this daughter to go to school, and she asked, you know, how can I change my life? And in the West, there are many options when I look at somebody in a psychic reading and I say, oh, you could do this or you could do that. And in this, it was the first time I'd done a reading where I thought, oh, wow, there's so little option here. And it was in that, that reading where I thought, oh, my gosh, this is, this is so heavy to carry as a woman in this culture. And that really showed up in that woman's reading for me. And I was wondering if that resonates with you and some of the things that came through about your mom and your father and kind of dynamic in that. You know, how does that sit with you right now? Oh, yes. Actually, I wrote this down that I wanted to talk to you about this, that um, one of the main themes of me and my mom's life uh, ever since the reading took place has been about free will and remembering that you always have a choice. It's um, very, very tricky to try and apply it in this scenario because um, there's a lot of social stigma around, say, separation or um, distancing yourself from your partners, etc. Uh, and there is a lot of social obligation also that you must fulfill. There are consequences that spill over multiple uh, generations and families. So absolutely, uh, this, this point that you um, brought up about, especially me having the choice to distance if I want to, from here has actually been huge uh, huge for me because i have been ever since covid hit i had to come back home and it, it has been very difficult coming back to a place that was the birth of your childhood trauma um, and i've been trying to leave but because of these because of just not knowing that you have free will you kind of create this virtual barrier in your mind that you're not able to leap on um, but actually ever since the reading took place i've become very um uh, aware of the fact that I do have support, uh, even if I can't feel it right now or physically, but I do have support if I want to leave. And in fact, I'm actually leaving day after tomorrow. I'm, I'm leaving for good. This is very exciting. Good for you. Yes. So within like good three to four weeks from the reading, um, I've been able to make this decision that I've not been able to make for one and a half years of um, staying here as an adult, actually. Wow. Um, so constantly reminding myself that I have a choice. And I realize that this is almost like setting an example for my mother also to kind of tell her that, look, you also have a choice, even though it may seem hard, you know. Absolutely. So I, I keep uh, reminding her that um, you you have the free will and the people who inflicted trauma on you are also of the same opinion. So you see the magnitude of the support that you're getting. Um, but I realize that it's her journey that she has to make. And I'm not... I don't want to be responsible for it. I don't want to be the driver for it. She has to be the driver, even if it takes many, many years, actually. Um, so I wanted to uh, bring this up with you. And um, ever since I shared that with my mom, something shifted in her also. I'm not sure what, but what has trickled after that is that my mom finally agreed to get into therapy. So we are, um, me and my sister, we put her through a therapist. We also found out that our dad, got diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. So now we are more aware on how do you deal with these problems. I also started reading about how uh, people who are in these kind of relationships, it's a very um, manipulative uh, behavior. So yeah, it's very psychologically damaging. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out how to navigate and sail through this better um, while also working through these social 
restrictions you know about uh, women not being as free probably in this side of the country you mentioned how certain parts of the world have more free will than other parts of the world yeah could you speak a little bit more on that if i could learn more about that actually and see if i can work through it i don't think it's that we have different amounts of free will inherently i think that we live in a place that would make it less easy for us to enact or to initiate that free will so when i do a reading for somebody who is quite privileged and you can see this across the board which is privilege in general you know somebody who comes in for a reading who is for lack of a better example a white male if i look at their choices that they can make i'm like oh and they can do this and they can do that and it flows easily it's like i don't have to push or pull or be like oh that's going to take a lot of effort or a lot of resistance or it's going to be very difficult for them i've read for people of all different kinds of backgrounds all different kind of cultural situations all kinds of economic situations i become more and more of the understanding that yes we have free will and we can absolutely make any decision we want but in certain cultures in certain circumstances there's a societal pushing back and it would then per- it would then make us perceive that we don't have free will which we do it's just a harder energetic task it requires more inner power it requires more of a push it requires more of a belief in the self when the external environment is telling you not to So it's less about the the free will not being there and it's more about the perception of the free will not being there. Why do you think that certain cultures have less of it or they don't they impose the opposite of it like is it something to do with the with the kind of energy something that we can work through for ourselves? Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure. I think comes from a societal space of the human mind wanting power and control and i think over time different groups have created different control patterns and has made it harder for for other people to be as free or as easily to move through the world um it's a big question it's just kind of my philosophical theory on it but what it boils down to is when i'm in a reading with somebody and i say oh you should leave your partner in in one situation that's not such a hard to ask right and in another situation it's a, it's a huge ask it's always hard to make a life choice and a life decision and to enact free will but it would be silly of me to say oh well all is right in the spiritual world and that choice is equally i'm asking an equal amount of energy from one person as i am of the other i'm not one person is going to it's going to be the fight of their life and the other person it's just a decision they made on a monday and so it's like we have free will but the power that's required to push that free will forward it's of a completely different magnitude it's all always possible i think but it's um it's not always an easy as easy as as it might be for somebody else yeah i guess we have to Yes, we chose this because he wanted to learn this in this life. I think maybe that's what my mom reasons it with. Yeah, yeah, I think that is it's one way of looking at it, and I think it's a beautiful way of looking at it, as long as you don't forget that the power does exist, and that if you're if you're desiring the change, then I think the change is possible. Yeah, me too. Um, but but I, I feel that me knowing that I have a choice to distance myself and move away. 
takes me back to the point where my mother's great grandmother had said that i i would be responsible for um i don't know stopping something or starting something in this lineage absolutely and and how powerful that you can show your mom that you can do it and i feel it's by example that we that we lead right we don't sometimes know that we can do something until we watch somebody else do it and so i think it's not only for your mom but also for any anyone who is who is going to be a witness to this in your family or outside of the family i think it's so powerful i that's 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 so on point two three women who are actually not part of our family outside have noticed the situation at home and have either told me or my mother that tell her to leave she must leave this is not good for her and now they're getting to hear about it and they're like wow i wish i could do it and i'm like i could be setting an example this is like so inspiring you know Oh that's that makes just my heart so happy. It's really powerful. It's really really powerful. Your voice keeps playing in my head as to how um I have a choice I have a choice I keep uh, reminding myself that irrespective of whatever heat that you face um but uh, realizing that eventually it gets it gets better. Wow. You're amazing. I'm so I'm so impressed. I am so grateful that I got to do this reading and make that connection and and help in a small little part. You're the one who's who's pushing it forward. Do you have any other questions for me? Actually, I wanted to um um communicate some things that you wanted me to clear up uh, for you from the reading. Oh, yes. Pa- perfect. Yeah. Um so my mother's uh um uh, brother, younger brother had come through the reading uh, and he passed away many years back 10 12 years back and uh, uh, you mentioned that he has a son uh, which is true he's younger than me um and you also mentioned that there will be there'll be two other children that he's uh, supporting protecting from the spirit world um so i asked my mom because we do not know of any other child that they had um so we found out that um once he passed away the wife and the son moved in with the wife's brother who had a son so this became a cousin my brother's cousin on his mom's side um so yes one more but um because the family is kind of broke contact we we do not know probably that couple may have had another child that became my uh, brother's cousin it is possible um so probably that's that's where my uncle is coming in trying to protect uh, these children because they do end up becoming his children as well yeah of course for his child so this was one thing that's beautiful um another thing that you mentioned was my mom may have left home early and i checked with mom and when she got married actually and uh, and uh, she didn't get an opportunity to actualize her own self you know so she did uh, feel like she grew up too fast like you mentioned um actually just one last thing that's possible oh that's one second that's quite loud one second <laughs> i think it's impossible to find a quiet room in india right Yes, yes, yes. That must be the train actually. Uh <laughs> I love it. Is it is it too loud? No, it's okay. There's been a little bit in the background, but I understand because you're not exactly in a country that's ever quiet. So true. <laughs> yes. Okay. One last thing actually. This uh my mom actually brought up this point. Uh and I'm not sure if it's even possible to look into these things. But the concept of free will and knowing that I have a choice was a radically new concept for her radically new it was not even like common sense for her so i actually started showing her new material that speak of people like philosophy content um 
I got my hands on Love One by the by Ra. I, do you know of it? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they also explain the concept of free will from the perspective that I that I thought my mom would try and understand, but she did understood from the interviews that I made her read. But she was still having a little bit trouble grasping it in the sense that, like for example, when me and my sister or her family encourage her for um, distancing herself from her husband, like a, a separation or a divorce of some kind, it seems absolutely like impossible for her. It's very difficult for her to even visualize that picture in her mind. And um, uh, there are, of course, a number of questions that she brings in. Where will I go? Who will I stay with? What will people think? All of those questions. But something interesting she brought up, which felt like almost like a moral dilemma for me. She said, if you can tell me that it's going to happen one day, I will put in the effort. But if it's not going to happen, I don't want to take that stress. Mm. Oh, wow. Of course, I did not know how to answer it, but I felt that it would be worth to give it a shot to at least see what you would think about it. Because I can see how yes and no answers are a dangerous uh, territory to get into, especially for such matters, because you do want them to feel the power and know that they have a say, you know? Yeah. I actually don't know how to respond to this at all. Yeah. Well, the thing that comes up for me is I truly believe when I see in somebody's energy that there is a desire for something, if the desire is there, the possibility of completing it in this lifetime is also there. So I don't believe that you are given a desire unless there's a path available to you to accomplish that desire. So the spirit, the being wouldn't have the, the want of something unless it was attainable. And we still would have to utilize free will and choice to attain that thing. But the desire is what gives you the clue that it's possible, that it's attainable. And I do think that desire is in your mom to be free of pain and suffering. And I feel that if she's asking the question, then the desire is already there, right? That's true. Yeah. I will be thinking of her and I can't imagine, really can't imagine how hard that must be. It's, it's so not an easy decision and she's so brave for even contemplating it. And, uh, I do think it would be possible within her lifetime. I really do. But she also, of course, has to find the strength, like you just said. A lot of uh, people in the family think it's not, not going to happen um, because they've been married for 36 years and now it almost seems like futile to be separated because you're in your 60s and you want somebody even if it's your perpetrator. Um, so a lot of people in the family kind of make her feel like this is your destiny, this is your fate, and now you adopt strategies to work around it, but stay here, you know, like that kind of a thing. So so I can see how she's pulled, you know, on either sides. And there's so many voices playing in your mind. I just, maybe it's going to take a long time if it happens and may not happen in, in the way we imagine it to be. Probably it'll be in our own format, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think perhaps for right now, what you've done in showing her your own strength and your own free will and you making these steps is what needs to happen right now. And we move 
slower than maybe what we would want, which is, oh, she leaves tomorrow, right? Maybe that's not her, her pace of things. Maybe it takes some time to mature. But I can see the difficulty and I, and I understand. And it, it really, in the reading, I remember really grappling with this of, of seeing the difficulty in our physical world of accomplishing this, but yet still hearing from the spirit side, free will is a choice. It's, it seems almost to be hard for us to comprehend, right? Because we, we get stuck on the on all the pushback. And I remember having this moment in this reading with you where, again, and it's the same experience I had when I was doing this reading for this wonderful woman in India many years ago, which is I'm looking at the energy of the physical world and I'm seeing the difficulty of this choice. And yet in the energy of it, in the spirit side of it, there's still the acknowledgement of choice is there. Free will is an option. It's just hard for us to comprehend that when we look at the physical reality. Yes, yes. That's something that I keep uh, reminding her also that um, that you have a free will, but I guess she'll, she'll take her own time. And so be it. I, it's 36 years of conditioning, conditioning, losing yourself. And now we think it should happen in two months. I think she can take her time, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And... And maybe in this period of time, she also learns of her own strength because you need that inner strength in order to push forward with it. It's not so easy, I think, just to leave and then to stay gone. It's then having the resiliency and the inner power. And maybe that's what she's working on right now, building that up. Yes, I th- yeah, yeah. I, that's a really good point. She, yeah, she keeps talking about what will I do after that? Where will I go? stuff like that yeah uh, it'll be hard to rebuild your life kind of really uh, rebuild your personality also uh, once you're that old you have only a few years left here so i uh, i do see her probably watching me and picking up new traits that will benefit her to make that decision absolutely and like you said we won't know how it how it all plays out and Perhaps this conversation is is what she needs right now to just sit with it and to start seeing life in a slightly different way. You know, sometimes we have such a bias towards what we believe and then what's reflected back in our environment. And I think it's very possible that now that she sees the ability for free will, maybe she sees other people who are making that choice, whereas before she would have never noticed them. Because I know that those people exist also in India, there are women who are emancipating themselves. There are women who are fighting for their independence. And maybe up until this point, she's been only seeing the confirmation bias, so to speak, of the women who are in a similar position as her. But maybe this is going to open up her eyes to other women now to say, oh, there are other people. That's how they're doing it, learning from them in the same way that people are going to look at you and learn from you. Yeah, that's a really good point. I Yeah, she, she does mention how she feels the need to speak to strong women as much as possible, as many as possible. So I do see her wanting to wanting to open up her mind to new experiences and just new ways of living and thinking, you know. That's beautiful. And how powerful that you were able to help her do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really, really great. Thank you for, for sharing and I I would love to connect back with you later down the road and see see how it's all unfolding. I'll be thinking of you. I'll be thinking of your mom 
I'm so grateful that you, that you shared your story. I really am. Thank you so much. You have been a huge piece in, in our stories, actually. Thank you so much for initiating that, actually. Um, just this knowledge, um, just awareness heals, I feel, you know. Um, conversations heal. So um, thank you so much for everything that you do, everything. Oh, you're so welcome. It's, it's my greatest privilege. Thank you, really. I will connect with you hopefully in the future and I'm sure paths will cross. Yes, yes. Bye, take care. And thank you. Thank you for listening with an open heart. Thank you for hearing these stories. We heal in community. Thank you for being part of this one. If you yourself would like to open up your spiritual gifts, because we all have them, I run mentorship courses about every month or two, and you can find all information on my website, mediumfloor.com. I also have a book out called Moving Beyond. You can also find information on where to purchase on my website, and there's an audiobook if you like this voice of mine. Thanks again for being here. If you feel called to leave a review, it means everything. This podcast is completely free of cost for all participants, and it is such a help when we get a review. So thank you in advance. Thank you for being here and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Moving Beyond, the podcast. If you haven't yet left us a rating or a review, we would greatly appreciate it as it helps new listeners to find the show. Moving Beyond is an independent podcast produced by Fleur LeSink and Elizabeth Mihalich, with additional support from the team at 2020 Intuition, Heloise, Teresa, and Madalena. Original music composed and produced by Lucas Tuttle. To learn more about Medium Fleur and her book, Moving Beyond, that teaches you how to access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit connection, please visit www.mediumfleur.com. The link is in the show notes. If you're interested in being on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send Elizabeth an email at podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R dot com. We would like to thank everyone who has shared their loved ones, their stories, and their heartbreak with us, making this podcast possible. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.